Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast. In this episode today we have with us Holesh Priyankar who is the chief executive officer at Assistant. Hi Holesh, thank you for coming and joining us today. How are you? Hi Lidhi, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. How are you? I'm great Holesh. So Holesh, just to set some context about you and what you do, can you tell our listeners a bit about yourself and your career journey till now? Yeah, of course. Uh, so, like you mentioned, I am the chief executive officer at yeah. Assistant. Uh, we are a software consulting company, and okay. we have products into HR, which both HR and uh, other generic sectors as well. So, as personally, I am a generalist. Uh, I am not a specialist in any field. You could say jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> Like everyone, I think in India, I have also done an engineering, then an MBA, <laughs> uh, then started my career in a fintech company as an analyst. Okay. Uh, then transitioned my career into product management. Uh, a few uh, after spending few time in uh, product management, I moved into entrepreneurship. And since last six seven years, I'm doing the same thing right now. <laughs> Great. I think you explored various domains in your journey. So great journey you have. And of course, as you mentioned that you are chief executive officer. So till now, like what fundamentally changed about you when you work, when you started working and until now, like what has been some of the most rewarding moments in your career that you wish like to share with our listeners? Okay. Actually, when I was doing my job, I felt that I was just uh, one piece uh, a small piece in the entire system but being an entrepreneur it helped me to explore more avenues and explore different functions within a company and um, i thought uh, before jumping into entrepreneurship i thought the path would be very linear but it wasn't uh, it was uh, ups and downs we have seen and it's never a linear path always that i feel and to answer to the second part of your question regarding rewarding moments in my career. So being a bootstrap business, uh, every time a client clears my invoice, uh, I think that's a rewarding moment for me because uh, it adds to my revenue and uh, that's cash flow is important for the business. Definitely. It's yeah. a great yeah. journey. And I'm sure today we'll get a lot of content from our conversation. So, cool. Yeah. So, you know, as we look, at the future, we can see that technologies are playing a major role in the workplace of business and artificial intelligence and machine learning can be powerful tools for automating business processes and improving efficiency in the variety of works. So how do you think we can leverage technology to automate business processes and improve efficiency? Like, And what are some of the potential risks and challenges associated with technologies? So, uh... I think right now every business is move. Uh, I mean, no business can say that they can stay away from technology. It's a must in every business uh, to stay to have some competitive advantage over others. I would say the business world has turned into technology first rather than technology as a support system. 
So given the virality of OpenAI's chat GPT in the last few days or when it launched in November or December 2022, yeah. I think AI and machine learning has gained more traction than ever uh, in our history. In today's time, I think AI and ML will catch up in the mainstream. And I feel that there are many use cases uh, in technologies. So if you want to adopt technology in your business, I think uh, first we have to catch up with the low-hanging fruits. Like we can automate few of our customer service, like document passing. These are few low-hanging fruits that we can actually pluck at the moment. And uh, I would say to... When you talk about challenges in this, I think we should avoid at the moment unsupervised generative for the AI things at the moment because it's costly. It's not cheap. Generative AI could go bias and people have invested a lot in legacy systems and it's very difficult to plug these generative systems with the legacy systems. And if we invest more in this and what will happen to our legacy investments? So there are quite a few challenges and resources are not too uh, cheap to hire also in technology. So these are a few challenges that we have to overcome as a business. Definitely. As you highlighted, technology can bring significant benefits also. But however, business have business must also be mindful of the potential risk and challenges associated with these technologies. But you know, sometimes it's really challenging to staying up to date with the latest digital trends and technologies. And because our conversation moves into more into technology. So just wanted to ask you, like, how do we ensure that uh, we are updated with the latest trends and technologies? Because it is essential for individuals and organizations to remain competitive in today's rapidly changing landscape. So, like, according to you, what steps should we take to continue learning and adapting as the digital landscape evolves? So there could be two aspects to this. As an individual, I would say that uh, I keep experimenting with new technologies. I think uh, that's a practice everyone should have. And yeah. every organization or individual should have the same practice, I would say. And organizations should ideally have a very open mind towards new technologies without bothering about what would happen to my legacy system and cultures within my organization. And this culture of learning and having a passion towards new technology is very important in, a, uh, in practice, actually. So that's something very important. and. Uh, we should try and keep ourselves engaged with uh, the groups or the people who are equally passionate about newer technologies. Uh, we should try and uh, have frequent conversations, go and attend events, be part of social media groups and uh, where these discussions usually happen. Yeah, yeah, definitely. By attending events and taking courses, we can continue to develop our skills and of course, stay ahead of the curve in our field. So that's correct. Even this podcast podcast could help also <laughs> adopting <laughs> to new technologies. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So of course, this brings us to the end of our conversation. But before we go, I just wanted to ask you, like, what can be the few changes in the HR industry that you see in the future that could improve the efficiency of the organization? Like as we look at the future, it is understood that the old ways of working does not suffice anymore. So how do you foresee the landscape of the workplace? It's quite evident that the legacy practices are not working for now. Uh, in the future, that 
even uh, let's say let's take an example of the hiring space within the hr hiring space either people were using spreadsheet or applicant tracking system right now even the legacy applicant tracking systems are fading out the new age advanced applicant tracking systems have come up uh, for the hiring space where you have ai powered resume passing ai powered automatic interview schedulers and automatic online background checks automatic video interviews so these are quite disruptive i think these can come mainstream quite easily and uh, these are available subscription based at a very cheap price also it's very easy to adopt and in the coming days i think the hr space could see increasing adoption of technology uh, and and there a concept of agile hr could kick in because right now we see lot of factors affect how a hr team actually functions it's uh, it's not a waterfall model that you hire somebody and think of a person to stick with you for next 10 years or you are as a organization also not sure whether you have enough cash flow to even uh, survive and uh, keep the person for more than one year so there are dynamic scenarios so agile hr practices are more important and this is also very important that the employee experience is quite neglected before the pandemic i think after the pandemic uh, this has become uh, focus has come back to employee experience Absolutely. where people are working in hybrid location how to adopt to these changes and uh, uh these all practices like uh, employee experience how it could be much better with diversity in place so i think these are the few changes that i foresee in the future definitely great points brought up by you uh, holish so the hr industry likely to continue to evolve in the coming years with great use of ai and automation and i'm sure there's a lot of take away from the content you have shared today thank you for sharing this so this brings us to the end of our conversation uh, but before we leave can you tell our listeners where they can reach out to you yeah people can reach out to me on my twitter handle at uh, holish priyanka uh, and my linkedin at holish uh, i think that's uh, the two mediums i'm available most of the time okay thank you holish it was lovely hosting you today same yeah it was a pleasure talking to you ridhi thank you thanks